0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have awesome news for you. Bet online. There are partners, and it's a great time to get in on the action, right? You got horse racing, golf, MLB, the playoffs in both the NHL and NBA, and a heck of a lot coming up the rest of the calendar year. Head on over to the website today for those unbelievable latest odds, team matchups, and game trends. BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's BELIEVE, B L E A V, to get that 50% welcome bonus. It's betOnline.ag or your mobile device with BetOnline where the game starts. You know, at St. Bonaventure University, I learned everything and anything about storytelling and currently, St. Bonaventure offers an unbelievable online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism. In fact, it's entirely online for newcomers to the field. There are no graduate exam requirements for admission, and you can enroll with a bachelor's degree in any field. How cool is that? Your love of the game and drive toward innovative storytelling finds a home at SBU. And you know how much I love SBU. The things that they've got going on right now, it's amazing there. This sports journalism program can be completed in less than two years with flexibility built into the curriculum. Experienced faculty teach interviewing skills, journalistic ethics, and other essential skills for success in this profession. Many students actually have gone on to cover sports on the biggest of stages, including Woj, myself, Tim Bontemps, Mike Vaccaro, and a heck of a lot more. Get in touch with an enrollment advisor today at SBUjournalism.com. That's SBUjournalism.com and learn how you can become a sports journalist. That's SBUjournalism.com good hey this is linda Cohn from espn and you're listening to the ml sports platter the ml sports platter is back with you all over the major platforms download subscribe rate and review we are brought to you by our awesome friends at burn dairy welch and company jewelers and elevate fitness of syracuse make sure that you do Get your membership right now. They have two great locations, Liverpool and in DeWitt. They just uh, opened up that new bistro. They've got live music, unbelievable food. They have the hot tub. They have the pool. They've got the sauna and a heck of a lot on all floors. Plus, you can take one-on-one personal classes with a trainer. You can sign up for pickleball, tennis, whatever is your jam at Elevate Fitness of Syracuse. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And I do want to throw a quick tip of the cap. Thank you out there to Liverpool Physical Therapy, Camillus Golf Club, Stanley Law Offices and Rosie's Corner, Route 11 in Brewerton. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over there every single Friday for Fish Friday. All right, so we know right now that the Buffalo Sabres, as I record this, are not going to make the playoffs. They're just not. Um, I'm recording this with, let me see here, probably about, oh, I don't know, five, six games left in the season. You're going to hear it during playoff time, but it's more of a thing to kind of look at, you know, next year and the development and, and and all the rest of it. And it's unfortunate that the Sabers, you know, didn't make it cuz I think a playoff appearance, even you know getting in and they would have gotten rolled by the Bruins. It I they look. It, it, the difference is, you know, between the 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 Sabers and let's say the Penguins. <clears throat> you know, I think that the Penguins could win a game or two at least. I they might even be able to take it to 7 um against Boston. Um and, again, you're probably going to hear this during, you know, the, the first bit of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, but, but they have Crosby and, and Malkin and Getzel and, and championship players that have been there before. Um, <clears throat> you know, experience does matter. I think I think the Sabres, you know, they, they they would get rolled by the Bruins, but I still think that that experience, being in the postseason, having one under your, your belt would have helped. Uh, they were in position right there. I mean, they really were. A few weeks back, they were knocking on the door to get in. They were pushing the pens, pushing the Cavs, pushing the Islanders pushing the every, everybody who was a little bit ahead of them and then a little bit behind them they were pushing everybody and they had some games in hand but as it is now they they're just not going to um you know going to going to make it i'm recording this they're 10 points behind the islanders they're uh 7 points behind the penguins um you know they still do have 3 games in hand as i record this on the islanders they do still have 2 games in hand uh in hand on the penguins um <clears throat> but you know there's uh what nine games left i guess for buffalo as i record this as they go into an evening game against the Rangers at home uh, with Devin Levi making his debut as a Sabres netminder. But I wanted to talk about the future. And look, if you listen to this podcast and they end up making the playoffs, not only will I feel like an idiot for recording this, (laughs) but I'm going to be so happy. But they're not going to make it. They're they're, they're not going to make it. So we get to the year overall. And I think that it was overall a good year. I do. Um, Am I upset that they didn't make the playoffs? Sure. But you're talking about a team. That at one point in November, okay, lost eight games in a row, all right? They lost 10 of 13 late October into mid to late November, but they bounced back a ton. You know, there was a period in December where they won four in a row. They won six of eight. They won, um, let me see here, six six of eight, eight of 10, 10 of 12, uh, then a couple losing streaks as you went through it all. <clears throat> but I, I I don't know. I mean, I think that <clears throat> the ability, excuse me, to show, and really what happened to the Sabres was, you know, March. I mean, they were in a, in an unbelievable position, and I think what happened was <clears throat> I, I just think the team got, you know, out of sorts when Alex Tuck got hurt. Um, I think what was the number, 2-5-1 and one or something close to that when he was out, and they just fell apart. I mean, they fell apart without Alex Tuck. You know, they, you can plug in a Jack Quinn, that's nice, but he's not Alex Tuck. Um, I think Jack Quinn's a great player. I think he's going to be an awesome saber, but Alex Tuck, it's a different deal. He's a leader. He's been in the playoffs. He's a key cog in that line with Jeff Skinner and Tage Thompson. They've been killing it all year. It's a different animal in hockey. When you take one guy out and you start to mix and match lines, especially for a very young team, the youngest team in the NHL, you know, it's a different deal. You know, then you got to kind of plug in Vinny and You got to plug people in here and there. You got to kind of find your way. And then time goes on. You finally get Tuck back. You know, you beat Toronto. Uh, You beat, you know, you beat Jersey, you beat the the, the Islanders on the road. That was a great win. Um, Then you lose, you know, in a shootout at home to the Canadians and and, and lose a crucial point. You know, the Sabres lost that huge game to Columbus on the 28th of February. No bueno, man. Can't lose that game. They're the worst team in the NHL. Um, You know, they beat Tampa at home. There have been great moments. You know, they've gone on the road and won against really good teams. They went on the road and they beat Toronto this year. You know, I mean, they've gone on the road and beaten Tampa, right? You know, they've, they've had West Coast road trips that have been very difficult and Southern road trips. They've gone on the road and beaten Dallas. You know, they've, they've gone on the road and beaten good teams, you know, uh, playoff contending teams. They've gone on the road and beat Washington. They've beaten Boston on the road. Um, you know, they've won uh, uh, on the road against, uh, when you go back to it, um, when we weren't sure if Detroit, you know, if they were a playoff team or not. In late November, they went on the road and beat them. You know, I mean, the, the the ability of the Sabres to win on the road this year was great. The problem was they were they were horrible at home all year. They were horrible. I think there's three big things that cost the Sabres this year a playoff berth. Number one is they just didn't play great in their own end. And I think that they have to figure out, and these are in no particular order, they've got to figure out a way to get the puck out of the zone better. That has been a problem for the Sabres since they last made the playoffs, For, for you know, to be honest with you. Um, they have really good players, good defensemen. They have Samuelson, Power, Dahlin, Uh, But for whatever reason, like third and fourth line guys, sometimes defensemen, Darlene even is to blame. Casey Middlestat can't get it out of the zone a lot of times if you watch him play. They've got to figure out a way to get it out of the zone and eliminate those extra chances. For teams, because when you play Tampa, when you play Boston, when you play the Rangers, when you play the Islanders, when you play the Penguins, when you play these guys, when you play West Coast teams, when you play McDavid and Pasternak and McKinnon and, and and, and you know, the Rangers, uh, all their guys, and Kane and Panarin and Kreider and all these snipers and Crosby and Malkin, when you play these guys, they're going to take advantage of just getting the puck back for free. It's like in baseball when you have a ground ball and you boot it and the next batter is Aaron Judge, <laughs> you know, or the next batter is Mike Trout, or the next batter is... You know, Pete Alonzo or fill in the blank. You know, Paul Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. you got to clear the puck better. Number two, face-offs. The Sabres got rocked on face-offs all year long. I saw a game in Buffalo this year. I was working for ESPN. They played Edmonton, and they just got crushed on face-offs over and over and over again. They've got to get better at that because that means if you win possession, <clears throat> you know, more, you get more opportunities to score. And then the final thing is you got to be better at home. You know, I mean, you just can't – I know that hockey – you know, home home ice advantage isn't quite what it used to be in the playoffs, especially in the right re- in in, in uh, uh well, it's not what it used to be in both the regular season and playoffs, but especially, um, you know, in the in the regular season. I think in the postseason you go into a couple of barns, and it 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 still is really hard to win on the road in in the postseason. Um, but it's not quite like Maple Leaf Garden, Chicago Stadium. Um, the Montreal Forum, uh, the old Boston Garden, right? Like, it's not, you know, come on, the Igloo in Pittsburgh, these arenas these days, they all they all look the same. They're all big and open, and, and they look like, you know, these enormous, you know, extravagant, like, crystal wall malls and all this sort of thing. They all sort of look like that. There's still a couple of arenas. I think Boston, you go into there, that's a brutal atmosphere. I think Jersey potentially could be that. I think Tampa is that um, you know, I, I think some of the Canadian markets have still got you know the Calgary's and Edmonton's and the Ottawa's. Uh, when they get cranking, it's tough up there. Uh, I think Buffalo would be uh, if they if they made the postseason. I think the Islanders have potential to have one of those arenas, but again, it's not like it, it's not like the old days. Um, even with the tough atmospheres I just mentioned, um, it's still not at the level of what it used to be. Philadelphia can be really hard to go into and play always, but it's still not. I mean, your best day today at you know the Bruins home rink or or wherever it's still nowhere near you know game six in the Montreal Forum right or game seven in Maple Leaf Gardens or or or, you know the opener at the Igloo or whatever it's not like that with with these arenas there there, there are several that still have an impact but it's still not to the level of that and then in the regular season forget about it however you can't lose at home when you have 17,000 people backing you against the friggin Blue Jackets right like that's just an example you can't do that now that's kind of how i see the season uh how the season played out you know the ups and downs and everything in between but coming up next i'm going to talk about some of the players i'm going to talk about you know kind of some of the potential um and uh and we'll go from there and uh, kind of recap this saber season and, and kind of look ahead for what's next for the swords here on the ml sports platter brought to you by burn dairy and stanley law offices ML Sports Platter, back with you, brought to you by our good friends at Burton Ace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, Bowers & Company CPAs, and, wow, our awesome friends at Barks & Rec Doggy Daycare, man, do they do a great job or what? Route 11 and Cicero just dropped the boy off, Cooper the Golden, he loves it there, he plays on the playground, they also uh, will uh, keep your dog for a couple days if you're going away for vacation, and they've got a full uh, 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 bath section if you need your pup washed while you're there as well, and hey, when you go, they are also affiliated with b Bunkhouse Adoptables. It's an unbelievable shelter in central New York trying to rescue and, and, and get great homes for all these dogs. Please, when you go there, drop off bleach, blankets, pillows, dog treats, everything you can think of that can help pups at a shelter. They need it all the time. Bleach and treats are big ones all the time. Please, please, please donate, donate, donate today to be in our bunkhouse adoptables. Uh, it's just an awesome shelter in central New York. All right, so what's next for the Sabres? Where do we go from here, right? Uh, I think next year is, no doubt about it, no questions asked, playoff or bust. Sorry, it is. Uh, and, and and these are, you know, things in, in no particular order, but it's playoffs or bust, okay? That's absolutely number one. Number two is, the Buffalo Sabres need to figure out their goaltending situation, right? Like, Devin Levi is, I think, a a stud in the making. They have Ukapeka Lukanen, who I love. Uh, Eric Comrie didn't really have a fair shake this year because of injuries, but again, he has had moments where when he's healthy, you're like, okay, I, I really like this. You just cannot imagine Craig Anderson again, can you? 42 years old next year. And by the way, I hope he switches his number. Uh, Brian Boucher said that uh, in the ESPN Plus uh, 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 telecast when I was working it, where he said, hey, if it comes back, he's age 41 now, jersey number 41. Come on, come on back at 42, at 42 with a jersey number. thought that was kind of funny. I agree with it. But I think the Sabres need to part ways either way with the guy. I mean, if he wants to come back, you know, hey, let him find another home and all the rest. You've got a future with 20-year-old, you know, players 2021, 22, 23, you know, your old guys. And that includes, you know, Devin Levi coming out of Northeastern. It includes the 27 year old Comrie, the 24 year old Ukapeka Lukanen. I would go into next year with Comrie, Lukanen, and uh, Levi. Let them battle it out. I actually like the three-goalie system that the Sabres have had going on because you've got to get to a point where you have a 1-2. So why not have the third to see if the third can challenge? It pushes everybody. I like it, Um, especially this year, right? UPL was supposed to be down in Rochester basically the whole year. He got thrust into it with injuries with Comrie and all the rest, and you can't play Anderson every night. So I think you go in with Comrie, UPL, and uh, and Levi and see who's going to be the two goaltenders. Uh, after that, for the twenty twenty four twenty twenty five season, um, and and you thank Craig Anderson for for his terrific time in in Buffalo. Now, <clears throat> as far as players, um, you know who I think, you know are are no. I mean, they're cemented in. For people who don't know, uh, core players who are under contract, you know, Tage Thompson, seven seasons at seven point one million, already looks like a brilliant move by GM Kevin Adams. Dylan Cousins, seven-year extension, just over $7 million per season, kicking next year. He's on the books. He's good. Alex Tuck, uh, great, great, great player. Uh, he's third on the team. Uh, you know, he was third on the team a, a while back in points and in in just a ridiculous pace there that he was going before he got injured, but but still, you know, at that number. Um, and he's under contract um, for three more seasons at just under 5000000 million. You've got Matias Samuelson under contract. Um... For some time here, you have Jeff Skinner still under contract. It's nine million, uh, for four more seasons. But he's turned thirty-one, and he seemed to found a new kind of uh, uh, a new kind of uh, engine here, a new kind of drive, a new kind of gas pedal with Don Granato. Um, core players who need a new deal, <laughs> get them done as fast as possible. Kevin Adams, seriously, like Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power. Uh, you've got some core players that I think Kevin Adams is going to have to figure out. You know, you got to give mid to upper. Uh, decent deals to uh, I would give six, seven, eight year deals to all these guys, man. The Sabres have uh, quite a bit of room, uh, you know, under, under the cap. Um, and that's where a lot of people this year were like, well, geez, you know, you're, you're knocking on the door. You're early, you're arriving early for the playoffs and all that. And Kevin Adams said, yeah, we are, but we're not going to met, ma- you know, ma- uh, uh, give away the farm. You know, we're not going to sacrifice and mismanage. That's the, the <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. We're not going to mismanage the farm and give things away just to bring somebody in for a rental and then, you know, kind of get away from the pro- the process and get away from the program that we're trying to run here. And so that program includes Jack Quinn. It includes JJ Paterka. It includes Peyton Krebs, uh, who's an SOB on, on there. Right. Um, you've got, you know, Jordan Greenway, right. Uh, the Sabres traded him for anything, but a rental, right. He's been banged up since he got to Buffalo, but again, untapped potential he's physical, and he's firmly in, in the plans for next year. Casey Middlestat is in the plans for next year. Uh, he's under contract at a two and a half million dollar cap hit. Um, you know, but he'll be a restricted free agent after that. But again, I think he might be no more than a fourth liner here. I don't love Middlestat's game, but I think he's so young. You might have to still give him some time. Uh Henry Yokiharu, uh, he's a player in here, two and a half million through next season. Uh you got Labushkin, who you know who he never really got fully healthy, but man, when he did, you kind of liked him. Remember, he scored that huge goal this year. Uh, he's got one more year on the deal. The Sabres should keep him around. I think he's a big uh, factor uh, in this in this lineup. Um, you got some guys under contract who the Sabres have got to figure out down the line here. Riley Stillman, Jacob Bryson, uh, uh, Bryson. You got Eric Comrie, UPL, Victor Olafson. Who, to me, Victor Olafson could be the casualty on the roster. I just, I just don't see him being a guy um, who who the sabers you know really need to 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 keep around i, I his game this year it, it, it fell quite a bit he's really only got one way to beat you you know he's got that banger shot from the right side other than that not much he doesn't get back uh he doesn't really forecheck that great uh he 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 can't break away with speed uh there's not a lot there that i love anymore i i did like him a couple years back but now i don't know if the sabers really need this guy he makes 4.75 million and was recently uh, a multiple healthy scratch writing maybe on the wall here. He's a proven goal scorer. He's a really nice player from, you know, uh, time to time, but I think you could probably use again, a well-rounded player in that spot of their, their lineup. I, I just think, you know, b- between losing it on the back check forecheck, check, um, you know, he's lost a lot on the power play. Don Granado doesn't put him out there as much. So we'll see what happens there. And then you've got a uh, Clegg and Tyson Yost as restricted free agents and your unrestricted free agent, Kyle Oposo. Um, this is the final year of Kyle Okposo's deal. I would I would see if you know he wants to come back at a, at a very small deal type of a thing because I think he means so much in the locker room. Um, he's a team captain, valued leader. I would definitely bring back Okposo in the exact role he's in now. He's finally healthy. He's worked so hard to get there. Uh, he's a core character guy. Thirty five. He blends in well with the youngsters. I would get him back maybe on. You know, just start with a one year deal. You know, do you want to be in Buffalo? Here's a cool three million. Come on back. We want you back. You're you're a guy in a room who can help, you know, the Patericas and the Quins and the Tages and the and and, and and the um you know the Krebses and and those kind of guys, the Dylan Cousinses. But I think this team is primed and, and ready for, you know, to make the playoffs next year. It's playoffs robust. Figure out the goaltending situation, go get a face-off guy. I wouldn't mind getting uh, a couple more tough guys in there for you know, blending in some physicality and all the rest. But the Sabers have got two formidable, great lines right now with youth that, that that they have potential to be together for a long, long time. And then they have a potential to have a third line, and then you got to form that fourth line. But that third line looks pretty good. You know that third line can come together. Um, I would definitely try to, you know, sign these guys in terms of, you know, Dylan Cousins, JJ uh, uh, JJ Paterka. And well, cousins is signed, but cousins at center, Quinn and Paterka. You know, that's your that's basically the second line there after Thompson and and Tuck and Skinner. Um super exciting to watch. I would lock up Quinn, I'd lock up Paterka, keep those guys together. Then your third line, you figure that out, right? Um and, and your fourth line, you figure that out with, you know, kind of your bangers and all the rest. But That's kind of how things look for the Sabres going into next year. But you look at the age of these guys, you look at all the players, they represent the game today, uh, the way it's played, right? Size, speed, skill, uh, ridiculous hand-eye coordination and all the rest, and everything that's going, you know, youth, everything that I've talked about, why the NHL is the best it's been ever, right? Uh, All young players, Big players, fast players, ridiculous skill set players. This is not, as Ryan Whitney would say, the former player now in and Chicklets, this is not the league he was in. The league isn't as drunk. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but he just said this on, on last week's podcast. You know, The league's not as drunk, it's not as lazy, it's not as this, it's not as that. These guys are so ridiculous uh, in terms of their conditioning. Uh, you know, Professionals, uh, they get extra rest at night, they don't go out. They, they Now, yes, if you win the cup, are you drinking from the Stanley Cup? Or are you getting rocked until 5 in the morning? Yeah, okay. But you're not, in, I'm telling you, Rasmus Dahlin on a Wednesday night, he's not going on Chippewa Street. You know, back in the day, NHL, a lot of these young guys, they used to go out try to impress the older players. They're not doing that. They're in bed at 10, 10 30. Listen to McDavid. Listen to Dreisaitl. Listen to Dahlin. Listen to other players. McKinnon, Pasternak. They're they're not. They're getting extra rest. They're eating right. Professional chefs, um, you know, personal chefs, personal trainers, uh, uh, Offseason conditioning has changed, and the Sabres have a lot of great guys uh, right now who represent what the game is. You know, size, speed, uh, commitment, youth, um, and 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 skill set ridiculous, right? Dylan Cousins, by the way, 22. Peyton Krebs, 22. Middlestat, 24. Tyson Yost, 25. Uh, let's see. Jurgensen's, right? He's 29. Got to figure out what to do with him. Jordan Greenway, 29. Olafson, 27. Again, I don't really have much use for him anymore. Uh, Jeff Skinner is still only 30 and has reinvented himself a little bit. He went through that really, really hard time after he was on fire. And, you know, one coaching change later, ba-boom, unleashed the freaking uh, uh, talent again of Skinner thanks to Don Granado um kyle oposo's 35 again uh 34 he will be 35 i would bring him back for another year again peterica's 21 jack quinn is 21 tage thompson's 25 tuck is 26 25 bryson Clegg's 24 darlene's 22 uh uh Yoki Haru's only 23 labushkin's 28 Power's only 20 you know he can't even drink legally man Mattias samuelson's 23 stillman 25 Uh, So, you know, and then I've talked about the goalies, man. Devin Levi, early 20s, 27 for Comrie, 24 for UPL. So I'm pumped. I'm ready. I wish they, you know, would have made the playoffs this year, but let's go. All eggs are in the basket for the postseason next year. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Camilla's Golf Club, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Burriton Ace Hardware, and the Allen Angus Pub. Make sure you get on over to the Allen Angus Pub today for the best darn Angus Burger in town. If you're in and around Central New York before and after All the great events, like SU Lacrosse, Crunch Hockey, and more, the Allen Angus Pub is the official pub of the ML Sports Platter, thanks to friends of the platform as well, the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family, Janice, Tino, Irvin, and Byron. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe.